Welcome everybody um, at Bitcoin Amsterdam 2022. And we're here with my buddy Steph again and uh, Ben. Ben and, Ark. Yeah, and <laughs> we had a workshop after Ben's workshop, which was quite long. Yeah, but very well, interesting. It was perfect, actually. Yeah, it was perfect. No, indeed, it, it really was. I, I was told that it was going to be 55 minutes. And that, well, no, originally I thought it was going to be 20 minutes. And then, and then I realized it was 55 minutes a couple of days ago. And I thought, oh my God, I'm not going to have enough content to fill 55 minutes. <laughs> and then after a couple of technical glitches, I was like way over. And then the, the, the um, Chris, Chrissy, she said to me, you're like 15 minutes over. And then I felt so bad that like I take it. No, no, but we, we were in the audience and we we, uh, we could listen for another hour. I tell you what, I, I mean, I also felt bad because we had like, like Vladstein, one of our contributors, yeah. he contributed um, uh, a whole new extension, which I was going to demo, which is the uh, doing eCash, the cashier extension. Yeah. Yeah. And it, he PR'd it this morning at four in the morning. And I was like, okay, I'll make sure that I, I fuck it. I, I, you know, I, I demo this thing because it's so important. And um, and then I didn't do it. I didn't have enough time. And I felt so yeah. So it, I, I, my timing was awful. And there <laughs> were Sorry. even people that said, oh, he went so fast. So really, yeah, oh yeah. So maybe you, you, you I, should I do you, another workshop tomorrow. Yeah, then. That, that's <laughs> the best. <laughs> but one thing, one thing for sure. I mean, um, this is well. We are now. Uh, it's like uh, four uh, four p.m. Um, so the day is almost over. But the thing that I like the most. At the workshop stage was the most crowded stage here. Yeah, I sick. mean, there were people standing yeah. outside just to see what's going on inside. You know, I so think it's crazy. Because well, like, when we went to Miami, and um, uh, in fact, so in 2019, the San Francisco Bitcoin conference, me and Stepin Snakerev, Snakerev of uh, Spectre Wallet, we realized there wasn't like a workshop area. Yeah, and we both had some electronics, so we put two tables together. Um, and we made this little ad hoc workshop area. And then this big crowd of people started to yeah. like, computer dogs, man. We're, we don't like big crowds of people. We want somewhere quiet to go. We can talk out over laptops and stuff. And yeah, sort of technically minded people can congregate in a certain area. Um, and then I think that the, 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 the organizers, Bitcoin Magazine, uh, BTC Media, they, they realized that there was definitely value there. Yeah. And every year and every conference they've done, it's got better and better and better. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, with the Miami conference we had, um, which they organized, there was, I heard a bunch of podcasts where they'd be like, yeah, it was a bit corporate, but then we went to the free and open source area and there were people soldering irons and there were people building this and there were people building that. Staying <laughs> scoring points for you. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, and, and for them, that was like the, the, the most important yeah. part of the conference. Yeah, well, what, what I heard is that um, this is a collaboration between Bitcoin Inc., uh, so a Bitcoin magazine, and also uh, some, some uh, big organization from Holland. And the guys from Holland, they went to Miami and they really missed, they wanted to make it more of a a, um, well, yeah, things, you, you should t have things to do on a, on a conference. And, and then they came up with the idea to, to really have an, a workshop uh, workshop place um, a stage. And um, and yeah, I think uh, they nailed it. I mean, and I, I think, think it, should be, it should be twice twice the size as it is now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's the complete opposite. So so if, if you're from Europe and you're on a Bitcoin conference in uh, in America, then it's it's so different than what yeah. we're accustomed to. So I think, I think it's they, they total opposite. For them, it's a very, it's a very kind of biz devy type yeah. environment where yeah, it it's is. very corporate minded and price minded. And, and like you say, for Europeans, like we're used to going to the stuff which Volmo organizes in, in Germany yeah. and, and they're all like, there's workshops. And then even in the UK, we have like advancing Bitcoin and it's a whole day full of workshops and you can yeah. learn all these new things and everyone's skilling up. And 
Um, uh, no, it's, it's great that uh, hopefully some of this will rub off on them, more of this will rub off on them. And then the next uh, big conference they do in America, they, yeah. they'll kind of bring this European building centric yeah, style. Yeah. That would well, be great. I told the guys, uh, I, I know that the, the Dutchies that are uh, co-organizing this, and I told them, well, when you guys nail it, they you won't you must be you mustn't be surprised that when the the, the guys from, from America invite you to, to cooperate also for the for the conference uh, next year in, in Miami. Yeah. And what I heard is that this will be a yearly um, event. So next yeah. year we will also have the same event here in Amsterdam. Recurring event for yeah. this decentralized Amsterdam. Yeah. So, uh, it's, in so the whole it's such city. an obviously great place to do it because it's yeah. an airport. Uh, it's so easy to fly to, and it's a beautiful yeah. city. It's got this incredible history with the tulips. And the, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and so yeah, no, it's, it's it's an obvious place that there should be a great European Bitcoin conference every year. So yeah, make it great, I good. Awesome. Hey, we we prepared some uh, yes or no questions for you, Ben. Yeah, you already uh, featured on one of our previous shows, so you uh, you are you know our structure a bit. Um, normally we prepared ten, but now, well, we are a bit more relaxed. So we only prepared three for you, but we really want to ask you. So uh, only answer them by yes or no. Apple will will ask the first one for you. <laughs> it's no truth or there. Okay, let's. <laughs> start. Uh, I will use the Bitcoin Lightning NFC cards on the conference. No. <laughs> I was nervous this morning. Yes. I finished my eighth uh, beer already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Thanks cool. To the guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a Welshman, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the most Dutch courage. I mean, yeah. Do you have that phrase, Dutch? Uh, Dutch I suppose you just call it courage, do you? But in yeah. the UK, if 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 we um, we've got a daunting task, then we'll have a little bit of alcohol. Yeah. And then we'll call it Dutch courage. Dutch courage. Well, I, no, we Dutch don't have courage. something. No, we no. don't have something here. No. That's interesting. Nagel yeah, also moots. Interesting. Also you, just, you just call it courage. Yeah, moots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> courage, <laughs> because it helps, right? Because if you have alcohol, then yeah. yeah. speaker on the Bitcoin Amsterdam conference um, and you just um, had uh, those talks uh, what was it about so we did a um, uh, I did a talk I mean it was it was headlined as Alan bits slash Alan URL yeah um, but it was it was mostly Alan bits and just showing the all the different function functionality we have in Alan bits all the extensions we have I mean the, the format for the talk was supposed to be where we came from where we are where we're going yeah. Um, however, I only really con covered where we came from, where we are, because there's just so much stuff. And like, it was a shame because where we're going, like, I had a bunch of, I was just saying off air that um, Vladstam, one of our main contributors, built like a whole extension this morning doing this crazy Chormi and eCash thing where you can become a mint and you can create your own Chormi and eCash and you can give them to your um, uh, people using your Allen Bits install and you get all the properties which you get from a Chormi and eCash. Um, and uh, I was really psyched this morning, we PR'd it at half four this morning and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to demo this. And then before I knew it, the uh, Christy, the organizer, she was saying, you've run over and I was like, and then I, I didn't get to didn't get to demo the thing. So running out of time. Oh, running well. out of time, man. But I mean, honestly, like it's this is the thing with Alan Bits. Before it was like a linear experience. It's like okay, now we're working on this 
extension. Now we're working on this thing, the core or the functionality, blah, blah, blah. Now it's like, okay, now we have the Zcash thing going on and we've got <laughs> standard SaaS building some stable coin thing and there's this thing over here and there's this that over there. But is it is it because you have now multiple contributors? To yeah, 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 it's the developers. I mean, we're talking about, uh, it's, the, it's the community, man. Like it's the yeah. people who give up their time for free, voluntarily. Yeah, and then things go so fast. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely. And, 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 and now because we, we um, so we have uh, a sort of business arm of the of Alan Bits where we're going to set up a shop and we're going to do like a software as a service thing where we can yeah. spin up Alan Bits quickly and easily. Um, so we have some funds available to be able to employ a couple of developers full time. Like we've gone from this part time project to this full time project, and the, the traction is just so hard Crazy. to keep up with. It's, yeah. It really is. I mean, it's almost too much. It's like can you just everyone just stop for a week <laughs> and then just let it let the dust settle for a second, please. Um, Nikali actually was complaining the other day that we need like a consolidation period and I was like fuck no let's go bitches come on the racehorse is out like, let it run let it run we're still in pizza no but it's, 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 it's quite the same in our for instance our yeah. uh, Rings of Fire community um, I did everything by hand and, and one of our colleagues he said well I can make a telegram bot uh, for automating the whole process of creating a ring you know and now we have someone uh, making uh, those uh, yeah, I have one here I guess Oh, it's in my, it's in my the NFC card. The NFC cards, which yeah. which we already talked about. The production time is so fast. So crazy. I it mean, if if you don't do everything yourself, them? then uh, uh, how long was it? Uh, he could produce multiple per second, right? It was yeah, uh, four, the, four per second or something. Four minutes, I think. Do you have a machine which goes? To yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's uh, he. I think he did. It, it took four minutes to process all 500 cards. But I mean, the guy. I mean, yeah, I, I'm I'm a bit hyped about it. But uh, the guy, uh, he just volunteered and he said, "Well, guys." I'm, I think I'm going to build a script to automate this. I'm using the API from Ellenbits. And also the funding. And also the funding. Automated funding. Uh, yeah. also, fund, also, made, also, also automated. And he printed out all the, um, the QR, QR codes. And then we had to do some handwork because uh, it was... This uh, is the guy I was talking to. Yeah, yeah, Slappy Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we said that because uh, the uh, Bolt.fun, they're doing a hackathon. It's like a month-long hack. Is it a month-long yeah. hackathon thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, we're, def fun. we're definitely going to pop, pop up a couple of... Um, Alan Bits bounties. He's, I mean, he, he want, if he wants that bounty to be able to put some of that functionality into Alan Bits, so yeah, crazy. sure, yeah. He already told us it, it needs to be in and also an extension. I think, I think as well, like, you, I mean, because there's prizes in that in that hackathon. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, like, so that's a super. It's very exciting. But uh, as soon as you've experienced, because it's a bit like in my talk. I'm like, oh, and this QR code does this. And yeah. this QR code does that. And this QR code does that. And you're like, stop. the QR codes, yeah. There's so many fucking QR codes. And we're used to it as Bitcoiners. Um, but for, for noobs, they're like, what? What's this freaking more QR? More QR? I mean, just come out of COVID. Do I need more QR codes I think in my life? That's why some of the people said, well, it was fast, but I think it's it's too it's much to grasp. QR codes. Yeah. Yeah. So if, but, but, but when you've done a, a tap and pay with an NFC card, mm -hmm and it's faster than the tap and pay you do with your debit card, you're like, we're Whoa. there. Like yeah, we can compete yeah, with the yeah. legacy Visa for network right now, yeah, like, we're there. Yeah, so. I mean, the, the NFC cards are, are quite the same. Yeah. Um, I also use my uh, my Zeus connected to my own node and I use a, a VPN to my home network and this is instant, basically instant. I mean, I think I can compete even with Apple Pay yeah. uh, time-wise, time so, um, so that's pretty nice. But so uh, I would like to see. Well, is um, you've got an LNUR withdrawal on there, which you give for the merchant to be able to withdraw funds. In HCCP, in Parallel Polis, 
they had this uh, great card thing around the neck and it had two uh, ROM memory yeah. units. One had an LNURL withdrawal, so you could pay for your beer. The other had an LNURL pay. Ah. So you could go to the ATM, put ah, money yeah. in, yeah. and you give the ATM the LNURL pay and they pay you. Ah. So you can, you can, off that same card, you can have funds go in and have funds go out as well. And that was really nice. Yeah. I think with the LNURL fallback scheme, you could have, as well as the LNURL withdrawal, you could also have the LNURL pay. Yeah. I mean, you could give the LNURL pay to the bar person, because whatever, you know, they're going to give you some money. You know, like, but you could also then give it to an ATM or, uh, and then do tap and pay. So yeah. Then you get funded uh, through, you fund it through the same card as well. That's great. Yeah. I'd like to see that. Yeah. Maybe, you know. well, because we now you need to import it in Blue Wallet and then uh, put some funds on it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if there was an ATM here and it's like, oh, your card's yeah. run out. Don't worry, go to the ATM, put a tanner in, tap it, boom. You load it again, let's go. <laughs> we already talked a bit, but developments on the Lightning Network and tools around it, well, with LMBs, I mean, do I need to say more? But it are happening at an incredible speed. Um, but, but what is most necessary to develop to get more pre-coiners so people that don't have Bitcoin aboard? So we did, a, we did a panel on this. Cool. And I'm of, the, I'm of the belief that, so, you know, Bitcoin users require different functions, obviously. People predominantly using Lightning Network aren't using it as a store of value because it's a hot wallet. Yeah. So either you're running a node yourself or and exposing those funds to all the risks of having those funds on the node, or you're using a custodial solution. Yeah? Um, uh, as a hot wallet, you're probably going to be using it as a medium of exchange if you need it. Most of us, we're enthusiasts, so we're just running it anyway, whatever, we want to make payments. Um, if you're using uh, Bitcoin as a medium of exchange, then the biggest hurdle in somewhere like El Salvador, for example, I think is price stability. Yeah. If you've got someone who's accepting, if they're accepting Bitcoin, which they're not going to like store in some stash, they're probably going to want to then spend it on bills. And if they're going to spend it on bills, they need to make sure that Elon Musk doesn't tweet something and yeah. they can't pay their bills. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really think that, and this is like, we all, assume, I don't know if it's correct or not, but I think it's a correct assumption that when Bitcoin gets enough liquidity within it, it will be too hard to move it, price-wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not able to manipulate it anymore. No, exactly. Then it becomes a stable medium of exchange. Yeah. Great. You know, hard money stable medium of exchange. Fantastic. However, till we get there, I mean, it's almost like chicken and egg. How do you... It's like we need it to be stable for people to use it, for them to get the liquidity to become a stable medium of exchange. But it won't be a stable medium of exchange unless people use it as a medium of exchange. Yeah. So I really think stable coins, stable solutions are the way forward. So the stuff which Galloy are doing with the um, stable sets or uh, the standard sets people are doing as well with uh, by uh, using Collider for hedging. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. I think that's really important and interesting, work, particularly for countries which are gonna be leveraging this free and open source money stack, technology stack, mm -hmm. which has all these great minds working on it. They haven't got yeah, big central banking infrastructure and all this money for doing fintech stuff and CBDCs and everything. They're going to just use this free and open source stack. 
those countries are going to want a state. They're going to want a stable Turkish lira, you know, digital yeah. Turkish lira. They're going to want a digital El Salvador colon or whatever. So, um, and then I think when when that stack's available, lots of countries will be like, well, why can't we could have a you know or whatever, um, and then they'll produce their own currency, but it will be on Bitcoin. It will be far more corruption resistant than the current, uh, you know, fiat currencies and stable currencies and soft currencies which exist right now. And it will bring in a hell of a lot of liquidity into Bitcoin, which will automatically trigger it. And it will yeah. make it then make it redundant. But I think yeah. for Lightning, that's the most important thing. If people are using the exchange, because clearly they're not going to be using a store of value, because using a store of value, then it's ridiculous to put it on an on-chain you know, hardware wallet or something. Yeah. Yeah. So it's... Uh, um, uh, I've been interested to kind of feel the sentiment about that at the conference. And um, I mean, clearly within Bitcoin, people are thinking about this problem. Like the Galloy lot, you know, they're on the ground in our Salvador. They see this as an issue. People need a stable medium of exchange. Better it be on Bitcoin than anything else. Yeah, yeah. And then how do we build this thing in the most corruption-resistant way? Not for just for internal forces, but then external forces as well. That's yeah. very important. Yeah. Well, and um, uh, interoperability uh, in, in Elm Bits, of course, is uh, very important. And um, it works, for example, with L&D and Core Lightning. Do you think for all uh, developments and projects, it's important to make it in interoperable? I just think it's a massive plus. So like when I used to do my point of sale, uh, hard before Alan Bits, when I used to do my hardware projects, yeah. I'd make like an L I've made an LND POS, and then it's like, well, okay, you've catered for you know 30% of the people using Lightning. It's like, okay, now I need to make a C Lightning version, and then I've got these two different versions running, and then um, uh, and then I need the Claire version. And there's some people using OpenNode, so we need an OpenNode version, and I, that's where Alan Bits came from. Mostly yeah. was the fact that we just needed to extrapolate out the actual functions of communicating to a funding source, be it a node or a custodial solution, are very simple. It's get an invoice, pay an invoice, has an invoice been paid, that's it. That's um, it and uh, if you have those like libraries available, communicating to all those different funding sources, and then I can just make one POS, and I, like now when I make a piece of hardware, like I made the, the claw thing for, for this. Yeah, yeah. And, um, uh, the claw game thing, and and I just made it for LN bits, and it's like, well, yeah, that works on C Lightning, LND, you know, whatever. Just run LN bits in between, you know, it's a middleware. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then as well as that, so we're getting attacked. We've got a demo node, like a de uh, 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 LN bits, uh, legend bits com, and that's been running for like two and a half years, and we've been attacked by everybody because <laughs> we've got money in there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's money by free and open source contributors. It's not money which is owned by, you know, it's not some company which, which has that money. Um, yeah, it's their own. And we say to our users, we're like, just use it for just use it for experimenting. Don't put any funds on there. They do put funds on there. They shouldn't put funds, don't put funds on there. And, um, uh, and uh, yeah, so so if you, if you but I know by building a piece of hardware, a piece of software for LM bits on the API, not only do I, can I can then connect, is interoperable with any funding source, because none of them have a shared API standard, which is silly really, you should have thought of that beforehand. Um, uh, we also, you also have a lot of the hardening, which we've, we've been exposed to. Because you know, if you're setting up a project, you haven't had a two, two and a half, three years of hardening like we've had with Alan Bits. So it's very, I mean, we're still in beta, so use it with caution, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's a very exciting project for that reason. Yeah. 
And you also uh, demonstrated an LN URL POS offline lightning uh, payment solution. It was with um, a defending machine. But do you see? Do you think we will uh, see more offline payments in the future? Because everything is going uh, on the internet basically nowadays. Yeah, it's a funny one though because we were saying about the, um, the the tap and pay cards. Yeah, and actually, so I mean, it's not really offline. You're leveraging the fact that somebody else is using an online device. Mm -hmm. The payers online. Yeah. So it wouldn't work for an yeah. NFC to offline. But then maybe there is a solution there. Maybe you can do offline, offline. Um, there's probably some like guarantor solution, which I, I, I think would be quite interesting. So if if I can stake some coins with uh, LMBIG or something, mm -hmm. um, and then uh, they can be my guarantor, and then I have some proof to say that I've done that, and then I don't know, like I could give that offline to somebody, mm -hmm. and I can make we can make payments offline, verify the payment through a pre-image or, or something, and then I don't know how it would work. Compare, it. but the um, I think that potentially there is a solution there for offline, offline, mm -hmm. but we're not there yet. Um, but currently, yeah, most people use mobile phones to make lightning payments yeah. and by doing that they're online yeah. so we can piggyback on that with our point of sale and the vending machine as well yeah, yeah, yeah. cool yeah. and the, the cool thing is because you already told it also in the talk that uh, the, you came up with the ID on conferences where the, where the uh, cellular yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, is, is very bad and we experienced it here also yeah, uh, that's that, right. that some people couldn't get connection to the internet and weren't yeah. able to pay for their beers yeah. here. That's the, the only the thing. That's, uh, yeah, but the but, the, but the fun thing is, yeah. it's the internet. Yeah, it's, yeah. It, it's so basic. And yeah, <laughs> but the fun thing is, this works. This works. <laughs> this works. So yeah. indeed, that, this works. So that that's also so it can can go both sides actually. Yeah. So because it's the L and But the, option, the optionality yeah. is there, and that's indeed. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can either be either the payers online or the merchants online. Exactly. But then ultimately, like, can you imagine in the legacy payment systems we have now? I mean, are there conferences for this shit? I mean, is, the, the people who work on Visa Network, do they have a conference where these people volunteer, thousands of people voluntarily congregate and, and get really excited and have talks and have, no. I mean, does that happen? I don't I, know. I think maybe they have conferences where they, where they um, uh, lick on, on caviar, caviar but it's only for lick, the big bosses, they right? Lick, they, yeah, they lick caviar and liquid ice squid. <laughs> and snore cocaine, maybe. maybe. <laughs> snore cocaine. But the, the, I mean, it's just not, the, the enthusiasm's not there, the energy's not there, and, and that's what we have here. That's, that's so why important. We, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it, it can't compete. Like, no. How can it possibly no, compete? No, that's it. It's, it's way stronger, yeah. Um, and that's what that's yeah that's Bitcoin's <laughs> looping <laughs> it back round to Bitcoin's value. Uh, talking so, uh, about some other things that uh, you're busy with, uh, Diagonally and Noster. Uh, we talked about it also in the Noster. Noster. Well, so I mean, I, so I, I mean, I think I said on your show. I mean, I haven't done anything diagonally for like a year. I feel really bad. Uh, not diagonally with Noster for a year. Um, there's a bunch of things I want to build on Noster. Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to crack the reputation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it could be could be down to a guarantor. So I can, if I haven't got any reputation, perhaps I can stake something and then I can leverage your reputation in some way. I'm not sure, but there, maybe there's some solution there. I think there's, we need something like guarantors on you know, the reputation stuff. But the, the um, uh, Tao, yeah, he's uh, again. I didn't demo it. He's working on the diagonally extension now in LM bits and the shop part of it. So basically, we have, you know, you can. Put in shipping who you'll ship to. You can put in products. You can put in you know, uh, and you can link them to a market store, and then that's you know signed by keys. 
then we have a front end and then the front end uh, you can just have all the products and you can pay for a product you can put products in your cart and then pay for those products all that's built currently it's done in a way where um, uh, we've not built it on Nostar we've built like Diagon Alley on your LM bits uh, um, uh, installed so you just enable Diagon Alley then you do that um, that's pretty much built but then the next stage is we built it with Nostar in mind the next stage is that the um, the indexing software, the, the the front end, is just listing products which market stalls have pointed at it um, and they've signed off that this is, these are my products as a merchant and then this is my reputation um, and these are the sales I've done. So it's like a, we're, we're, we're sort of making, it's funny because I, they had uh, Parallel Parallels, the HCCP um, Hackers Congress not long ago, it was about a month ago. And then when that happened, I was like, oh my God, like a year before that, I was presenting Diagon Alley at HCCP. And I was like, yeah, man, we're going to have it built in like a month. <laughs> it was like a year later. later yeah, 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 yeah. So there was a lot to do, yeah. but, but Tal's stepping up, man. Like he's built some cool, cool stuff. Um, and Stefan as well, Fusion 44, he's also built a... Not Fusion start. 44 is his uh, NES or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's built, he's built, uh, uh, it's all right, he does use him into the team, so it's okay, I haven't doxed him with his name. <laughs> he should be here actually somewhere. Some, I haven't seen him yet, but he's one of our big contributors into, oh man. So he, he, he's built this Nostar extension for LM bits, which will just Nostify for Nostify? Nostify. Nostify things. <laughs> um, so the Nostar extension connects to relays and blah, blah, blah. And then we'll handle all the Nostar stuff. And then you can get Diagon Alley to leverage that extension, like collaborate with that extension. But Stefan, and this was another big thing which I wanted to talk about in my talk, but I didn't have time. He's like WordPressified. LM bits. So the goal with LM bits is yes, we've got all these extensions which are packaged in now, but ultimately to get out of beta, we need to have core as the software you install, and that's audited by like shit hot hackers and whatever. Mm -hmm. And then the extensions, like in WordPress, like then we have an extension repository which you pull from and you install the extensions. And we verify, we've looked at them and they're, they're secure. Um, but it doesn't have the same guarantees as you would have just with using the core. Mm -hmm. um, and then also you could have the ability just to upload your own zip. Based, if anyone's used WordPress before, it'd be exactly the same as WordPress. That's what we're going for because it, it, right. it's an application. Like, say what you want about WordPress, the software being shitty and on PHP, the application is good. Yeah. And um, that's why it's so successful. So we're just modeling Ellen bits on that. That's what we're going for. And that's the user experience we're going for. And um, Fusion 44, Stefan, he's built that as well. Another thing I should have like <laughs> shelled and I didn't shell. Yeah, but I think if we keep talking, we can come up with another five <laughs> to six things, you know. Well, so. I think that's it because um, I was thinking, I have, have, have it here, the Diagonelli and Noster is like disrupting the market is the thing to do or the thing to 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 think about. And it seems like everybody's busy with uh, with lighting isn't held back by conventions or something. Mm. Is it, um, what in your opinion causes people to have this way of thinking and looking at the world as a developer? I think that's what we talked about last time with skeuomorphic design. Ah, yeah. In the podcast uh, I, uh, we, uh, I did with you. Which is that when you're, um, if you're put, if you, and John Nash, mm -hmm. a good, a good, John Nash, the, uh, the person who basically invented game theory, yeah. came up with this idea of mind on strike. 
um, which is if you put a mind, like a human mind, within certain boundaries, in certain certain level of oppression, then it, it won't be able to offer up free and creative ideas, which is why, you know, historically, liberated minds who came up with new ideas were like rich kids, because they didn't have the constraints yeah. of having to work. Thinking and, like a kid yeah, or yeah, a yeah, like Nietzsche or whatever. Yeah. Like, he had loads of money behind him, Marx. He had his friend Engels to, Engels to pay so for So more innovation is due to we're not free, we're the pressure. Free, free we're minds, yeah. Like we're, we're, the minds are under pressure, so they, yeah. they, they're not able to think, think freely. Yeah. And I think that that applies to design constraints. If you if you put yourself in a, a box of design constraints, then you can't think freely, which our legacy partners in the visa world can't do. Whereas us lot, and we, when we this is what we said, I think in our last podcast, we've marginalized ourselves by by looking subjectively at the financial system and saying, uh, this isn't right. This could be done in a more free and open source way, in a more non-custodial way, which I don't have to have a trusted third party sat in the room when I'm making a simple transaction for a beer or whatever. This could be better. Um, uh, but by doing that, we're marginalizing ourselves out from society or from, you know, how people interact with money. Yeah. And by marginalizing yourself out, you're then, because you're, you're, you're here, you're not in the middle. So you have a better perspective of the problems which exist mm -hmm. and the solutions which need yeah. to be built. So then psychologically, as big, I mean, I, I think then we're, we're in a better, not in a better position, we're in a, a position where we're able to see this stuff more subjectively. And we're able to come up with more like new, we're like, oh, why don't we do this? Why don't we have, you know, offline payments? Why don't we do like, Then it's flowing. Yeah, then, yeah. then it flows. Yeah, yeah. then it flows. And you have yeah. a bunch of like-minded people and we're all sat on this periphery looking in thinking, the world's crazy. We can build the <laughs> ship out. Come on, let's go. Um, uh, and we can see the problems. Whereas if you're in the middle of it and you're like, well, my, my money works fine for me. <laughs> why should I have to care? Why, why should I have to have private money if I'm not a criminal? Well, this shit, then, you, then you're, you're box, you're constraining, you're, you're constraining yourself and your own creative potential that's right yeah through the minds i think this is a nice way to yeah. end uh, the interview uh, ben. and i also I saw that is. your beer is finished so i think uh, you need your ninth <laughs> beer, <laughs> <My> ninth beer. <laughs> you're going for lunch. 21 right <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and we will see you at <laughs> our meetup uh, later later tonight this uh, evening and we yep. yeah so well, we're we doing a workshop <laughs> yeah, we can do a workshop over there yeah so uh, oh, we, will have, we will surely have a couple of beers too there so uh, you're doing another connect the world tomorrow no Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you mean, here, you mean uh, the meetups? The meetups, you know. You mean? Yeah, we're, yeah, we, we, we're we, doing two. Yeah. Two. So we have yeah. one tonight and one tomorrow. So, so. If the workshops are failure tonight. I can do tomorrow. Sure. Yeah, yeah both. Sure. Yeah, nice. Sure. <laughs> you can do both of them nights, of course. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, okay, so, so thanks. Thanks. And, um, thank you guys. Yeah. Let's uh, let's keep yeah. in touch again. Yeah. Sorry. Cheers. Great work. Thank you. Cheers. Guys. Cheers.